When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Chicago, two comedian skeptics named Andy and Art were mysteriously abducted by the illusionary mastermind and conspiracy theorist known only as Mr. Mr. Bunker. Bunker. The following serves as a record of Bunker's attempt to convince non-believers of the truth about conspiracies and paranormal activity. Andy and Art give an uninterrupted presentation and verdict on the plausibility of these offbeat topics, delivering what they call the, the whole enchilada. Will Mr. Bunker convince these two skeptics any of this is real? Will it convince you? Hey, welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Art Stone, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Andy Hart. I'm here, I'm here to save the day! Bunkers, it's me. Those are my symbols. Here are some more symbols you can check into. The triangle with a dot in the center. A circle that's inside of a bigger circle... That's inside of yet a bigger circle. Think about it. Blimpers, beefers. Andy, how are you? Oh, man, Art, I'm so fucking good right You're now. You're looking really slimy. Yeah, I feel pretty slimy. You know, I was in the sewer earlier, uh, unrelated to anything on this show, and I haven't had a chance to shower. Ah, the sewer. That had nothing to do with your ex-girlfriend, Donatella, did it? <laughs> No, 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 no. My ninja-trained girlfriend, Donatella, no. This didn't have anything to do with her. I'm and producer and friend of the show, Nick Simon, may or may not have dated, I think, at one point. I'm completely over her, and I'm not going to her sensei's house where she lives (laughs) to try and find her. Yes, she lives in the sewer, Uh but I was not there. Finally, it was something else that I was doing. I lost a notebook, Mm -hmm. had to go find it in the sewer. I was definitely not going to uh, see my ex-girlfriend, Donatella, and beg for her to take me back. Okay. Because I was about to say, that kind of behavior is somewhat creepy and a little bit crawly. Kind of like today's topic, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah. Actually, a lot opposite of today's topic, the Fresno Nightcrawler, which is pretty cute. Yours, a little disturbing. (laughs) Well, you know. I did go back to Donatella for whatever reason. I would be begging for her to give me one more Fresno Nightcrawler oh. for old time's sake. Oh, come on. I want to know what you guys did in the bedroom or in her shell. Let's just say that there's more than one way to use a bow staff. <laughs> um, Bunkbuckers, today we are talking about the anal pleasure. <laughs> 
could be used for anal pleasure. <laughs> we're talking about the mysterious male G spot. Um, no, we're talking about we're, we're on a quest. A cryptid called the Fresno. Join us here on History Channel. That's right. G-Spot quest. <laughs> the quest to find the male G-Spot. Brad Meltzer's G-Spot decoded. Male orgasms decoded by Brad Meltzer. Today, I am co- uncovering one of my most eluded mysteries ever. The male G-Spot. I've heard a story about a man who can come without even touching himself. All from anal stimulation. He sends his whole fucking team out. Just I like, sent my team to investigate. Get fucked in the ass. All right, I'm really fucking him in the ass now. <laughs> Am I hitting the G spot? <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Doesn't this seem is, like he's coming yet. This is a yet. podcast about cryptids. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's coming yet. Hmm, what could this mean? After a solid three minutes of ass fucking. <laughs> Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded. Check it out on the History Channel tonight at 11. Um, uh, no, we're talking about the Fresno Nightcrawler. Really fun, really cute uh, little cryptid critter. It's hard to believe this is a cryptid and not a serial killer with a name like the Fresno <laughs> Nightcrawler. You know what? That, that's a good point, Andy. Um, this sounds like this would be prime like 70s serial killer media nickname it does it the really fresno does. nightcrawler or the jake gyllenhaal film uh nightcrawler which was uh, also really good and about a uh person pers- a psychopath really um but no don't, don't forget the, the uh x-men the x-man nightcrawler exactly well th- this topic was suggested to us by someone who has been known to crawl in the night that's friend of the show an all-around great guy but someone who does crawl around in the night yeah i mean literally sleep Sleepwalking in the night, crawling around. Yeah. Justin Link. Justin Link. Justin Link. Doc, or I don't remember what his new website is. Ugh. Just Google him. Justin Just Link. Google Justin Link photography. And hire him to do everything. Hire him for all your video projects. He's great. We fully endorse him. Um, but yeah, this sh- Justin's work comes with the full Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast guarantee. That's true. We guarantee. Something will happen. Yep. Uh, we guarantee that Justin will walk into your fridge at night. Um, but no, Justin, thank you so much. This is a very fun topic. Of course, bunk fuckers, if you are still here, um, if you haven't turned off the podcast to go watch some of Brad you. Meltzer's G spot decoded, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> this is a new low. <laughs> How many times have you said that though? Oh, every fucking week. Um, you know what? There's a timestamp. Check it out if you want. It'll take you to when the research begins. But first, Andy and I are going to tell you how we got captured and brought to the bunker this week. Ah, shit. We're f- trying to get some lawsuits here. Holy shit. You ever tried to get some fucking lawsuits, bunkfuckers? Bunkfuckers, you ever been watching the uh, TVs? And well, you, you ever see- been watching Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded late at night? You're, you're sitting up late at night. You're watching Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded, trying to see if they'll finally find the male G-Spot. And, you know, you got all these commercials for class action lawsuits. All these attorneys wearing hats or not wearing hats. <laughs> Guys with names like the Jackhammer, yep. the Axe. Right. Um, you've got, like, the Chainsaw Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these attorneys that have these badass nicknames. Um, legal Nunchucks. Yeah. Um, Rampage. Rampage. The Iceman. Right. Um you know, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. And they're threatening to kill people that won't give you your money 
for all the wrongs that have, you've been suffered. And, you know, so many of these, like, the thing that's being asked of you is to, like, get mesothelioma, which is a lung disease. Right. They're saying, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do You, you might have it. It's like you can get it from breathing in baby powder, being right. near asbestos. Right. If somebody farts too much nearby you, you could get mesothelioma. So we started thinking, as we're watching together, Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded late at night. As you do. Just two friends. Just two friends. Uh, look, nothing happened. But the point Relax. is... Relax. We're watching Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded. We're seeing all these mythos, mythothelioma. Um, mesothelioma is a different thing. Yeah. That's a delicious... Uh, Miso. Yeah. Mesothelioma. Soybean, fermented soybean paste that you can add to lots of soups and different dishes. Right. If you, Yeah. But we're seeing all these ads. We're like, we got to get in on this. There's just free money sitting around. Yeah. And all we got to do is join a class action lawsuit. We just join up. So we take all these numbers down. We're writing down all these phone numbers for writing these them attorneys. all over our bodies. And we're calling up. We're calling up the sledgehammer. We're like, hey, uh, get me in on this this thing. And they are like, okay, yeah, we'll get you in on this. And then they make you do all this bullshit. Yeah, all this fucking like coming like, through medical tests, like you have to prove you have mesothelioma. I didn't know you needed mesothelioma to get in on these mesothelioma lawsuits. They should put that in the commercial. It's like I could have mesothelioma. I could. I could. What if I have mesothelioma and after the lawsuit's done? Right. I don't have it right now, but a lot of people have farted on me over the years. Right. I could. I need to preemptively get my mesothelioma judgment. So we call up the jackhammer. We're calling up the sledgehammer. Calling up the Iceman. We're calling up Jaws of Life. We're calling up. All of these attorneys, the Birdman, we're calling up um, um, T Bone, yeah, um, Hog Rider, we're calling up all these all these high powered attorneys, Grave Digger, Grave Digger, Bigfoot, <laughs> Megatherium, all these all these, these amazing high powered attorneys, these famous celebrity attorneys, famous Megalodon, we're all calling them all up, <laughs> and the Brachiosaurus Optimus Prime, yeah. Bubblebee. Bubble. Starscream. Big League Chew. We're calling all all these attorneys and the Street Sharks. Yeah. That's a that's, group. That's the firm. That's the firm. Is the street they sharks. call themselves the Street Sharks. <laughs> We're calling up all these high-powered attorneys. We're trying to get, We're on trying to get out of this stuff. And they're like, well, do you have them? Do you have medical records? Send us over. I'm like... No, we don't have any of that. We just want into these class action lawsuits. I want free money. There's this money sitting around. Right. So finally, Fuck. finally, we see an ad that seems like it's relevant to us. Finally, there's this really gross, ugly fucking attorney um, who calls. You him- can tell. I mean, it's good that he's ugly because he was probably inside reading law books. Right. He's not getting a lot of sunshine. Not getting outside, getting sunshine, talking to hot chicks, kissing them on the mouth. Uh, you know, riding around his motorcycle. He's not trying to find the male G spot. He's he's studying the law. He's not tan and handsome like Brad Meltzer, right? Famous hunk Brad Meltzer. This guy's no Brad Meltzer, that's for sure. He's not going to boil your potatoes like Brad Meltzer does. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to stimulate your prostate like Brad Meltzer. Super will. hunk Brad Meltzer. Move aside, handsome Brian Dunning. There's a new guy in town. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Brad Meltzer. As handsome as Brian Dunning is, he could never be the super hunk. <laughs> the fucking Adonis that is Brad Meltzer. <laughs> so this guy, this attorney, he goes by the ice pick. He's <laughs> he's ugly as fuck. He's pale. So ugly. 
skin just hanging off of his body. <laughs> he's got this greasy, straggly oh. hair. Um, he's really buff though. He's so buff. Got a lot of buffness. Beefy arms. Um, uh, and he's smoking. He's smoking cigarettes the whole ad. Smoking them, chain smoking them. Uh, and he's like eating a loose cheese, munching on a burger. Right. It's not got a wrapper or anything, so it's not clear how he obtained the cheeseburger. Um, but he's got several in his pockets. You can see them in the ad. You can. And he's talking about how he's got a revolutionary new idea for a class action lawsuit. Yeah. Where he's gonna just. Create, he figures, the whole philosophy is basically that everybody does some kind of wrong to another person. Mm -hmm. So anybody who wants to participate in the class, be a part of this class action lawsuit, can because they've already been wronged by somebody else. It's like a, it's like a class action lawsuit against class action lawsuits. Right. So he's going to sue everybody on earth that's not right. part of his class. Right. You get in on the class first. Right. And everyone else who's not part of the class gets sued. And they'll define, you know, what are the things. They'll define it later. So we're like, hey, this sounds great. Sounds fucking awesome, This dude. sounds amazing. We got to call the ice pick. We got to get on this this roster. We want to be a part of this class. So we call up the ice pick. We call him up. And we figure, we talk to him. No, five, 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 six, nine, six, nine. No medical tests. None. No bullshit. No bullshit. All you got to do is come in and sign some paperwork. Just sign some papers. How easy is that? Even we can do that. Even we can do that. So we dusted off our best pens. We cleaned them off. They're those cool pens that are like blue and white, and then they have multiple different ink colors on yeah. them, and you just flick down a switch. So fucking cool. And there's no reason to talk about why we had to clean them. It's not relevant. It's not. To anything that we've talked Stop about. Stop bringing it up. It doesn't matter. We cleaned them. We took them to the law office. The ice. And it doesn't have anything to do with last week's Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded, okay? It doesn't. There's nothing to do with I don't with know that. why this is making the rounds on social media. Social media is so dumb. Everyone always gets up in arms about It's all about an true. algorithm, and then things just take off from there. And it has no no basis in facts or merits. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's be honest. Pens can get dirty for a lot of different reasons. Right, and let's be honest. Like, it's only natural to have certain urges while you're watching Super Hunk Brad Meltzer try and find the male G-Spot on History Channel. Even if somebody were to do that, which we didn't do. On the History Channel. It's such good history. I'm, I'm glad that the History Channel is finally getting back to form with real history content. This is real historical. Nobody through history has been able to definitively identify the male G-Spot. <laughs> it's eluded historians for years. This is the history mystery. I only wish that David McCullough, before he died, could have found the male G-Spot. <laughs> I only wish that Herodotus had known about the male G-Spot. <laughs> there were probably texts on the male G-Spot that were in the Library of Alexandria, burned for time. <coughs> yeah. Uh, setting male G-Spot research back thousands of years. <laughs> Oh my God! So anyway, Dead Sea Scrolls that reference the male G spot, but they're lost to time. They're lost to time. There's some on Harambe's code that you can't even find them. They they haven't survived. <laughs> it's a real history's mysteries. So anyway, we dust off our pens, we wash up our pens, we sanitize our pens, and we go to the law office of the ice of the ice pick. Yes. Um, and so many forms. Oh my God! We thought it was going to be like one thing. It was a lot of paperwork. It was stacks of paper. So there's there's already we walk into the office and yeah. the, the ice the ice pick is right there. Right. Uh eating a cheeseburger and smoking a cigarette. True to form. This is not a 
This not, is not a gimmick not for the TV commercial. For the TVs. No. Um, he's got a, you know, this is a beautiful office. Oh, it's mahogany gorgeous. everywhere. Cherry wood. Fully mahogany. Yeah. Fully mahogany. Looks like a 70s basement. All all parts of it are wood. There's no parts that are anything other than wood. Some of it very uncomfortable. So fancy. Very weird to sit on a wooden toilet. <laughs> I've never been in that situation before. Um, you know, he's got a wooden TV up on the walls. Wooden Brad, TV. Brad Meltzer's G-Spot decoded. Uh, and... We walk into the room, <clears throat> the office. Yeah. There's already huge stacks of paper. Massive stacks of paper. And, you know, the ice the ice pick, he's going through all this stuff like, oh, well, here's all the reasons that you got to sign this form. Like, right. You got you to gotta attest that you're a part of this class. Uh, and we got a lot of contingencies. We're going to, you got to sign all these paperworks because my head was eventually we're going to take some out. We're going to add, you know, some of these will be in scope. Some are not going to be. You got to sign all of them, though. Yeah, and in my head it was swimming with yeah, all this yeah. legal mumbo jumbo. All this legal mumbo jumbo, like, like oh sign God. here, initial here. I'm like, oh, slow down. <laughs> and so, while while the ice pick is explaining all this stuff to us, you know, it's obvious that people who work for the ice pick, paralegals, I don't know if these are like legal assistants, administrative assistants, could be other partners at the firm. I don't know. I have no idea. They're just wheeling in carts of paperwork. So much paperwork. And the ice picks starting to say like, wow, this is a really complicated lawsuit. It's going to be, we, you know, we're suing literally everybody else on earth. You got to really be buttoned up on this. It's going to take a lot of effort. Paper just keeps coming in carts and carts of paper. Yeah. We're starting to literally get buried in paper. We're getting buried in the paper. The paper's filling up by my feet. I'm signing stuff as fast as I can. My hand is cramping. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. Uh, eventually, the paper is, just keeps coming in, though, and the ice pick is is still talking about it. Covered in little paper cuts. It hurt. Yeah, yeah. We're getting cut, like, literally death by a thousand cuts here. Yeah, literally. I mean, the the ice pick is getting covered in paper, too. The paper's getting greasy from the cheeseburgers. Some he of it's catching on fire from yeah. his cigarette. Right. I mean, but he doesn't seem to... It doesn't phase him. He's the ice pick. He's ice cold. He just keeps coming. He's unfazed. Well, eventually... Are vi- we're both lost. We succumb to the 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 mountain of paper. You can't see anything. Like two two thirsty explorers left in the desert. Right. We are getting covered in sand. That classic analogy. Yeah. You know that one where there's somebody in the <laughs> desert and they're searching for something. <laughs> And then they just, they can't go on, and then they get completely covered in sand. It's just like that. Right. Or like in the movie, the original Mummy with Brendan Fraser, where the temple starts to fill up with sand. It was like that, but with paper. Right. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, we get completely covered in paper. We can't see I didn't think I was going to make it. I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what I was signing anymore. I couldn't see anything. Yeah. I'm just initialing and signing at random, hoping that I'm, getting what needs to be done. And then all of a sudden, yep. there's like this jostling. Huge jostling. And you can hear like the sounds of what it seems like is a big truck backing up. Beep, 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 beep. All of a sudden, the office starts to like rise up off of the ground. It does. It's, it's lifting out of the building. All the mahogany. And all of a sudden, you you realize that there's no there's no ceiling. The uh-huh. the room, the office is not connected to the ceiling. No, it's not. Or the walls, it just slides right out of the building, and 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 we are lifted up into the air. And then all of a sudden, the whole office tips upside down, 
And everything just dumps out into the back of a huge dump truck. Huge dump truck. And this dump truck then drives us here to the bunker. Dumped all that paper and a bunch of garbage that it picked up along the way. Yeah. As you know, there's a fortress of Walmarts that surround the bunker, so they did a couple of runs there. So there's fucking trash everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it turns out Mr. Bunker was that paperwork. Fucking mountain of paperwork. Now I got to call the ice pick and see if my lawsuit's still on. I don't know. I don't think we signed all the papers. I think we missed out on the lawsuit. Now we're going to get sued. I just feel bad for the ice pick. Mr. Bunker built this false office in his building and then used it for his own scheme. It's not nice to take advantage of hardworking lawyers like that who want to help out right. small-time Joes like me and Andy. Right. People who who need cash settlements and they, now. Yeah. Yes, they need... It's our money, I and we want it now. Right. I have a structured settlement, but I need cash now. Call I wish there was the somebody else I could ice call. Ice pick. Five five five, five 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 six nine six nine. So catchy. It rolls off the tongue. So anyway, here we are. So anyway, bunk funkers, um, we didn't get it. We don't have our, all our paperwork signed. Let us know. Are you part of the class action lawsuit formed by the ice pick to sue all other lawsuits and people not involved in the lawsuit? Let us know. Um, I think we'd like to you know, try and get back in if we can. Yeah. Uh, we don't have mesothelioma yet. And we have seen every episode of Brad Meltzer's G-Spot Decoded. So I think we have a lot going for us and we could be a huge asset additions. to the to the class. Yeah. So, And if you know where the male G-Spot is, let us know. And also let Brad Meltzer know. Yeah, because he's looking for it. He's working really hard. Yeah. God, he's so sexy. <laughs> he's a hunk. He's a good looking guy. He's got a brain, he's got a jawline, he's got abs, quads, biceps, traps, lats. If only. Some people are just born with it, Andy. Yeah. Not like us, regular Joes. Regular Joes. Hard working, just regular folk. Just trying to get involved in a class action lawsuit. Right. Just regular people trying to make money through lawsuits. Speaking of regular people, Andy, I think today's cryptid has been seen by a lot of regular people. Just trying to get by in life. And people who were participants in class action lawsuits? Possibly. I can't say that for certain, but... Had anybody found the male G-spot? I don't know about that. Probably not. I I don't think so, because if Brad Meltzer can't find it, I don't think any of these people can. Right. But uh, who knows? Maybe today's cryptid was just trying to get get somewhere, too. But uh, let's get into it here. This is the Fresno Nightcrawler here on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast. It's me. I'm the Fresno Nightcrawler. Boo! Ah, Andy Fresno, California. A sleepy town where seemingly nothing interesting happens at all. Boy, that's a big fucking lie. Because this Cali city birthed the new cryptic craze that's sweeping the nation, baby. The Nightcrawler, the Fresno Nightcrawler. 
and we're going to bring you the whole enchilada on this cute critter. But I got to say, Andy, all this Fresno talk is bringing back some memories. <laughs> I think I know what you know I'm talking about. I don't, I don't often bring this up, but uh, as you know, Andy, uh, Fresno State, I uh, I was a walk-on freshman for the Fresno State football team. Go Bulldogs! Right. I uh, I cleaned the jock straps. Yeah. So I was a starting scrubber, which was interesting because in high school, I was actually a starcher. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. In high school, I was a starcher, but then when I walked on to Fresno State, they said, no, nah, look at your hands. They saw these fucking baseball mitts I got for hands. Yeah. They said, get you on scrubbing. Yeah. So I was a starting scrubber, but they immediately redshirted me. So I was a walk-on freshman. I did get immediately redshirted. I was a starter, but I did get redshirted. I injured my wrist, snapping the players with the jock straps. A tradition after big wins, which I started. Um, it's a shame I only lasted one year. There, you hit though. them with their dirty jock straps? <laughs> well, it's a tradition that I started after, you know, big wins. Right. It's a funny thing between me and the players. The other, right. The other guys on the team, I should say. Right. My teammates. Yeah. It's a shame I only lasted one year there, Andy, but as you know, I, you know, you and I were friends then, I would tell you, but I just did not see eye to eye with Coach Pat Hill. Right. I mean, let's just say some words were exchanged, don't you think? Probably. Things got heated, but we handled it like men. That's what us, that's what us on the football team do. Right. Handle things like men on the field, allegedly. (laughs) According to some unsavory court documents, I replaced one of the Gatorade jugs with pure lye, which was then poured on Coach Hill after a big win. But these allegations, first of all, they're hurtful. Second of all, totally false and can't be proven or tied back to me in any way. My expulsion from the team and slandering of my name within the NCAA, then, you know, some people said led me allegedly to wander the grounds after practice, stalking the team fully nude, replacing various liquids with soap and fabric softener. They, of course, dubbed me the Fresno Lysoler. Yeah. You remember this? Yeah. I Not a good this. time for me. Right. I knew all this about you. I do share a lot of similarities with the Fresno Nightcrawler. I'm the Fresno Lysoler, allegedly. Right. Could be somebody. It's probably somebody else. I don't think that sounds like me. As we'll discuss, this bizarre, creepy cryptid stalks the night with its long, slender legs and was only seen on two occasions. But unlike the Fresno Nightcrawler, the alleged video evidence of me you can't make out, uh, it's nowhere near as clear. So, good luck. They had that high res. Nah, that full color. No, nah, they threw that out. I saw it. Nah, I, I just, I think that that was, um, that was like a mock-up. Someone did that in Photoshop later. Oh. Trying to slander me. Right. One of the guys on the team, probably. One of why the guys would, on the team. Why would the team slander you? Uh, Coach Pat Hale just turned them against me. So, you know, he didn't like the way I... Conducted myself on the field, I guess. I don't know. I mean, try and find a better fucking jockstrap, starting jockstrap guy than me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, do you agree or do you disagree? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. You're the best in the biz. I could have gone pro. Yeah. But, you know, thanks to people like Coach Pat Hill, NCAA wouldn't touch me. And of course, you know, the NFL, they're working with the NCAA. They're not going to take some, they can't, unless you complete a full year. Right. You have to complete a full year program, right? To get into the NFL. Right, you couldn't get drafted into the league. Which is bullshit. Yeah. And God knows they're not having any open calls anymore. Right. They used to back in the day. It used to be open calls. Yeah. 
Like they did it uh, with the Eagles. Yeah. In that Mark Wahlberg movie. Remember that? Yeah. If only they would have had a Mark Wahlberg movie about jockstraps. <sighs> uh, I guess I'll get over my past. Let's get into it. With the description of this creepy cryptid. But hey, I think you'll agree, Andy. I think it's pretty cute. Oh. Cute, not creepy. Fresno nightcrawlers appear to be relatively short. They're about five feet tall, or 1.5 meters. Most of their height being made up with their long, slender legs, as they possess an extremely small upper body. They're short kings. <laughs> um, they're extremely thin and typically, like, you, you know, like white, um, kind of humanoids with no discernible arms. They kind of look like Among Us characters. Oh, okay, but. What they truly look like is Gondola, which is an image mutation of Spurdosparde, which is another mutation of Pedo Bear. Anybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. So he's like some SCP stuff? Could be. Just image stuff from online. Oh. Um, oh, I see. That's what they look like. They're like little, like a head, and then it's a tiny little torso, and then they're mostly legs. Okay. Have you looked up any of the videos of them? No. Due to the grainy footage of the sightings, captured, should I? Sure, go ahead. Okay. They're often depicted as like these among up shaped creatures, but wearing like a sheet or something. Um, they don't move fluidly, more like a jerky, almost sort of rhythm, like uh, like a marionette, almost like a puppet. You know, it's they have a very interesting movement to them. Um, then they're bipedal, obviously. So that's kind of a description of the Fresno Nightcrawler. It's a very interesting looking thing. We'll discuss later whether it's alien or cryptid, but uh, let's get into some of the sightings here, Andy. You looking up a video of them? Yeah, I'm going to look up a video of a Fresno Nightcrawler. Uh, hold on. It's on YouTube. Okay. So all I'm watching so far are ads. It's actually a history channel video. But I don't see Brad, Brad Meltzer yet. That's a shame. There's a dead deer. Oh, I see. There it is. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does look like Among Us. There you go. Confirmation from Andy. Let's get into some sightings here, Andy. Okay. The first sighting of a Fresno nightcrawler happened in Fresno, California. Go figure. <laughs> By a man named Jose. Jose had installed a secondhand CCTV surveillance system at his family's home because of some trouble he had with a bicycle thief in the past. Ooh, Jose hates influential Italian drama films of the 1940s. <laughs> he hates the bicycle thief. Wow. He installed two cameras, one in the driveway and one near the front door. This older surveillance system recorded directly to VHS. The connected monitor was placed directly next to Jose's bed. <laughs> which what? is very funny he was me. really committed to this yeah. just like you wake up in the morning and you're just like, what's going on out there all night one eye open yeah um that night jose was in his house when he heard his dogs barking at something in the front yard he thought it sounded unusual so he looked over to the monitor there he watched two strange beings the night crawlers cross his front yard Perplexed, he rushed through the house to find his brother sleeping in a nearby room. He quickly explained what he saw and asked his brother to come and check it out. Jose's brother opened the front curtains and looked outside and didn't see anything. 
So they woke up the rest of the family to review the footage. Now, the unfortunate thing about this surveillance system was that if the videos were rewound in any way while still inside the system, the footage would be overwritten on playback. Knowing this, Jose pulled out his video camera to record the rare footage on the monitor, like boomer style. You know, like he's taking a video recording right. on the monitor. Right. But I guess that's good because otherwise we wouldn't have anything. Why? Couldn't they have just taken the tape out? No. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> that's something for the discussion, though. <laughs> oh, okay. You're already, uh, the oh, are sorry. here. Okay. The family was shocked at what they saw. The two small Among Us-shaped creatures walking across their yard caught on camera. Jose's brother went out to inspect the yard and indeed said he saw small footprints in the ground. After that night, Jose was living in fear and for two weeks after the incident, he refused to leave his own house. Oh. Shortly after that, Jose's family contacted the local station for the Spanish television network Univision, searching for some answers. With the original footage lost, the only remaining video is what Jose recorded off his monitor. It is of extremely low video quality, pixelated, and compressed. Sure. Now we should state here that the bulk of this story comes from paranormal investigator Victor Camacho, who was the first to to review the footage. Um, Victor is the host of the popular radio show Los um, Desfalados, a show which is multicast in the U.S. and Mexico and discusses topics from aliens to ghosts and all things bizarre. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. So in December of 2007, Camacho gets a call from Univision saying they have some incredible footage of an alien encounter and they want him to come see and comment on it. So he heads down to Fresno, reviews the footage, and Univision was pushing for him to make a definitive statement that this was indeed an alien. But Victor, well, he wanted to get the facts straight from the horse's mouth. Or however that saying goes. <laughs> Univision hooks up Jose with Victor. But Jose was hesitant because he was so frightened by the encounter, he did not want to speak about it. Hmm. Eventually, Jose caved in and came to the TV station to talk. During their brief interview, Jose was very shy and uncomfortable. I know how that feels. <laughs> He wouldn't even show his face on camera and appeared very worried. The story was less than stellar, to say the least, and Victor didn't even get Jose's contact info. Oh. It's like they went on a date and he struck out. Yeah. Poor Victor. But a few months later, in February of 2008, Jose reached out to Victor, inviting him to his house for a booty call. (laughs) Given how much time had passed, all the evidence was gone, but Victor got a better estimate of the size of the nightcrawler. He interviewed Jose, his brother, and the rest of the family that viewed the video. Victor also reached out to the neighbors, but none of them remember anything from the night in question. Later, Victor and another team tried to recreate the footage using the original surveillance system, thinking that perhaps someone was maybe messing with Jose or his family. But Victor says nothing could compare to the original footage. He emphasizes, for me, the video is real. Jose didn't make it. Neither did his brother. Mm. Victor says he visited with Jose and his family a couple of times after that. But a few years later, he called Jose and found out that Jose had been in a car accident and died. Oh, within shit. the following year, Jose's family moved and Victor lost contact with them after that. 
Oh, this is kind of an abrupt ending. I know it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's that's the that's the origin story of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Now let's get into some other sightings that have allegedly popped up. Okay. In 2011, security officials at Yosemite National Park were hoping to catch a group of vandals. Teens. And they were damaging private property. Instead of cool-looking pesky youths, they unexpectedly caught some mysterious critters on camera. Oh. It was, again, two small bipedal creatures in a similar manner to the original sighting with Jose. They also appeared to be some sort of webbing connecting from the knees to the upper body on at least one of the critters. Hmm. The next sighting is the one that deviates the most from the classic Nightcrawler formula, but is often lumped in with the Fresno Nightcrawler due to its similarities. In December of 2014, a man in his 60s, who was a Marine, because I learned from a Marine with an intense foot fetish that you should never say former Marine because once a Marine, always a Marine. He made very sure to tell me of that because I made the mistake of saying former Marine. Ah. He then showed me the thousands of pictures he had on his phone. And those are the kind of people you meet sometimes when you work uh, part-time security at, for festivals. And I think not all of those photos were, uh, some of those were candid shots without the knowledge of the person they definitely might who have owned been. the foot. They definitely might have been. Anyway, this Marine who was in his 60s and his wife were driving on Carmel Road in the Fort Hill area of Southeast Highland County in the shithole state of Ohio. What the fuck? <laughs> they were cresting a hill and saw a seven foot tall, slender gray bipedal creature with no arms and its knees were backwards. This is like a very scary version of the Nightcrawler. God, this sounds like a Slenderman. It does. It sounds like a creepy, almost uh, Silent Hill type of critter. Yeah. It's very creepy looking. If you look up his his sketch of it. Look up the Carmel, the Carmel area creature. <laughs> this is what the man had to say. Quote, we recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area. We first noticed after about 30 days of living there that we suddenly have a perfect circle that stays fresh green no matter what the weather in our front yard. On Friday night, the 12th, we were driving home. After turning on Carmel Road, which leads to our home, we went down the curve by Carmel Church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of our truck, the alien, quote-unquote, ran across the road and into the woods. I saw the drawing. It's pretty fucked up looking. Very creepy. Yeah. And this was his wife's statement. My husband saw it. He is a skeptic, almost 60 years old and a proud Marine. He wouldn't have admitted to seeing it if it hadn't been in shock. I had him draw it for me when we got to the house. He says it was asphalt gray and about seven feet tall. No arms that he could see, but muscular in the legs area. No jawline. And its legs were bent backwards and it leaned forward as it ran. She sounds like she's his publicist. A little bit. He's a skeptic. And a proud Marine. 60 years old. Proud Marine. Dishonorably discharged after 20 years of exemplary service for the Marine Corps. Yeah. And here's a statement from an unnamed Hardin County man. Quote, well, fuck you. I oh. don't really care about it. Highland County. I don't think I've ever been there. End quote. <laughs> My sources tell me that this Hardin County man was sweaty, wearing a polo shirt, and had an uncomforting energy. <laughs> I don't know who that man was, but he definitely. Wow, what dangerous. a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> who, 
Hey, Andy, have you ever heard of Highland County? No, I don't give a fuck about that place. I'm from Hard-On County, baby. Boner City. Boner City. <laughs> oh, my God. The creature differs from the Fresno versions, but hey, could they be linked in some way? I mean, this creature was also dubbed the Carmel Area Creature. So finally, the crypto was also allegedly seen in Poland in 2017. A post to YouTube in 2017 shows a 35-second video that is predominantly footage of uh, pitch black nothingness. <laughs> it's very shaky and unstable and grainy, and then all for about five seconds, you see what appears to be a nightcrawler-type creature. Someone with long legs that's bipedal with no arms. The creature isn't white like the others, but instead is a shade of green that you frequently see when you're looking at night vision footage. Personally, I think someone just saw the guy who runs CD Projekt Red after all those years of publishing The Witcher games. He turned into he turned into a stressed out cryptid looking creature. Oh, that's what I think. Wow. Hot take. Let's talk about origins. Yeah. What is this fucking thing? Where did the nightcrawler come from? Is it an alien or an extraterrestrial being? Some might think it's a new species, possibly a primate. Short arms. (laughs) Now, it could be. A misidentified deer standing upright. Whoa. It could be a puppet on a wire. Yeah, I guess. It could be a bird walking like a crane. Okay. And it could be a person wearing big pants walking on stilts. (laughs) Yeah. Classic sighting. Yeah. Easy to mistake. For sure. The Fresno Nightcrawler is most known for being one of the two featured video cases on the second episode of Sci-Fi's 2010 show, Fact or Faked Paranormal Files. The team deemed the Nightcrawler, quote-unquote, unexplainable, and that it could not have been faked. Could not have been. A lot of people feel this is what likely launched the Nightcrawler into modern-day public awareness. Huh. Skeptics. YouTuber Captain Disillusion, Captain Disillusion, who frequently debunks, debunks various outrageous stunt YouTube videos or sometimes even like cryptid and UFO sightings and showcases like the v, the VFX, the video special effects and camera trickery that's used to make them. He did a short segment attempting to recreate the original Fresno video from Jose. You've seen Captain Disillusionment. Yeah. Captain Disillusion. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of his videos before. He paints the bottom half of his mouth like gray. And right. He's very good with um, video effects. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He wasn't entirely able to recreate it. He did comically explain that the original Fresno video that we've all seen on YouTube was first sourced off of a sh- uh, off of the shelf off of a from a off the shelf crappy home security camera which was then recorded to VHS, Mm -hmm. which was then filmed with an equally not uh, state-of-the-art home video camera, the tape of which was then sent to a TV station, encoded and transposed differently to be broadcasted, the footage of which was then re-encoded to a projector screen from there was recorded by someone else's camera and then digitized, compressed, and played on YouTube. So, what he's basically saying is like, there's so many fucking bullshit layers right. to this video. There's no way to recreate it. Yeah. The result is something so far removed from the original that it's impossible to discern what was used there. However, Captain D made his own version easily by taking footage of himself carrying a watermelon 
and then digitally removing his upper body and then layering on loads of grainy filters. In the end, his argument is that, well, it's not outside the realm of possibility that someone used some simple video trickery to create something that would get them on TV. <laughs> okay. And there you have it, bunk funkers. That's the whole enchilada on the Fresno Nightcrawler. Whoa. Be it alien or cryptid, one thing's for sure with this creature, there's only one thing we all come crawling back for in the night. That's the whole enchilada. Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome back, bookfuckers. That was our research of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Ooh, uh, not a meaty topic. That's okay. A little shorty watching shorties episode. That's all right. Yeah. The um the caramel creature is way creepier. Much creepier than the Fresno Nightcrawler. You think the Fresno Nightcrawler is a cutie? Yeah, it's a little cutie. How are these connected? What do you mean? How did the caramel creature get lumped in? Uh, it's like bipedal with no arms. Oh, okay. Other than that, it has absolutely no, no resemblance at all. Almost zero resemblance yeah. to the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Nightcrawler is a little cutie. I think the Amogus characters are a little cuties. Um, And so I think that, I think this is a nice little, cute little critter. You know, and I actually played Among Us with the suggester of to today's topic, Justin. Justin Link. I played Link. it with him. Yeah. Was Justin good at the game? I think he was. Wow. He's a big liar. The, I think that um, we don't have any idea that the Fresno Nightcrawler has malicious intent. No, it really not many people have interacted with it. It 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 you know it just kind of walked across the screen, but it's taken on a bit of a cult following. People really like this creature. Yeah, uh, it's a popular cryptid. I mean, I can see why people would like it. It's kind of cute. It is. It's fun. But we don't know a lot about it. We don't. And that sort of makes it hard to like really get into it. Because, uh-huh. you know, you don't have that whole backstory like, um, you know, like with the squonk. It's, it's, it's a little bit like squonk, though, where it's just sort of like, hey, I saw this weird thing. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, okay. But the squonk is like, you know, it's going to like dissolve into its own tears. Right. We don't know what the Fresno Nightcrawler is doing. Right. We don't know what it's up to. What's it? Uh, yeah. What's its purpose? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, If you saw one of these things, Art, one of these Fresno Nightcrawlers, like on a video camera, like Jose did, would you be scared of it? I'd be like, that's a little weird. You ever so. caught something weird on camera? Accidentally? Yeah. No. Not really. Yeah. Um, did you? Yeah, I'm sure I probably have. <laughs> oh, great story. Um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I I, I don't know if I would be freaked out. Would you be freaked out if you saw these guys? I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe not. They're more interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I would be like, oh, my, like, you know, I don't know that I would share Jose's reaction. Yeah. I don't know why he's so freaked out. Yeah. To be freaked out for so long, too. Two I weeks mean, is a little much. What would you do? <laughs> What's the statue of limitations you give on someone you know being freaked out that they saw like a cryptid or, a, or an alien or something? Like, I mean, it depends like, on when the When would you kind of be like, okay, you need to get over it? It depends on the I scenario. need you to leave the house. This one, this one though, I would say like, if it's more than a couple days, I'd be like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> this does not seem like that big of a deal. Yeah. It hasn't come back. You know, it's not like it's, it didn't steal the bike. It didn't steal any bikes. <laughs> That's what he was really weird. He really loves his bike. Yeah. Does he really love that bike? More than anything. More than himself even. I don't know. I kind of feel like they're nice little. I mean, well, I don't know that they're nice. They could be very nefarious. Yeah, we just don't know. And they always come in twos. Maybe they're married. Oh, <laughs> or maybe they're brother and sister. Ooh, why are they having sex? <laughs> That's right, uh, bunk bunkers. We are just assuming that these two creatures are having sex with each other. I hope they're not brother and sister. I hope they're not. That's weird. Um, um yeah, incest is is wrong. That's true. That is true. Um, Case confirmed. It's true. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, do you hear something? Wait a minute. Uh, do you hear Legs by ZZ Top? Is that Legs by ZZ Top, Andy? you hear that? Yeah. Do you it hear sounds, Legs by ZZ Top? It sounds like it, yeah. What? Where's that coming from? Uh, the fuck? Well, that is legs by CZ Top. All right, well, hang on. Let me, I'm gonna go investigate. I'm gonna go investigate where why legs by CZ Top is suddenly playing in the bunker, and then I'll be back. I just probably just a faulty just radio. Vamp, just just vamp for a little bit. I'm sorry, bunk bunkers. Probably just a. I mean, probably nothing to worry about, bunk bunkers. It's really loud, though. I mean, you're picking this up on the mics, I assume. It's good. I don't. But anyway, I'll just, I'll talk about Whoosh. What was Hello, that? Andy. It's me, Barn Owl. Ah! Yes, that's right. It's me, Barn Owl. Barn Owl. I'm back. Whoa. Barn Owl is Barn back. Barn Owl. The return. Oh my of Barn God. Owl. That's that's enough, Duncan. Please turn off the music. Who is Duncan? Your yeah. assistant. It's my hype man, Duncan. You have hype man, Duncan. Turn off the turn off the tunes, Duncan. Thank you. 
Thank you, Duncan. Hello, Andy. Wow. It's me, Barn Owl. Barn Owl. Good to be back. Hey. On the pod. Hey, are you creating a copyright issue for us by playing that much of Legs by ZZ Top? <laughs> Andy, don't worry your silly little head about that. Barn Owl, what the fuck have you been up to? Oh, me, you know me, classically, on my love quest to search for the Flatwoods monster. Yeah. Have you found the Flatwoods monster yet? I have not. Have you made love to the Flatwoods monster yet? I have yet? not been able to make love to the sweet Flatwoods monster. Oh, the Flatwoods monster. Uh, Barn. I gotta say, Andy, I heard that you and Art were discussing the Fresno Nightcrawlers on today's episode. Yeah. And I'm I, quite intrigued. How did you I'm hear? quite and turned on. Oh. <laughs> You're sexually attracted to the Fresno Nightcrawlers. As you know, I have eyes only for the Flatwoods monster. Uh-huh. I want to make love to the Flatwoods monster. Right. However, there's one thing my sweet Flatwoods monster lacks, and that's legs. Legs. Yeah. So you heard that? She's got everything you could want in a woman, Andy, truly. Firecracker personality. A full metal chassis. Surprises you when you least expect it. I mean, she's the complete package of a woman. Yeah. But she's out of this world. But she doesn't have legs. And these, these nightcrawlers, they have legs. Barn Owl, I... Yes. Look, yes, you've, had, you've had your heart broken. Quite a lot. By the Flatwoods monster. Quite a lot. And... I've been tempted by the fruit of another many times. Right. I just... Be careful. Guard your own heart here. Guard your emotions. It appears that these Fresno Nightcrawlers are in a committed relationship. Oh. And they may not be open to bringing in a third to their relationship. You would know something about that. Yes. I've been the one outside on the outside looking in. <laughs> yes, wife, well. While my wife makes love to another man. It's, I guess it's just, that's just par for the course for Barn Owl. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Have you considered um, any other cryptids that have legs? No, I have eyes only for the Flywoods monster. I mean, when you're talking legs, you want to go for the best. Yeah. And these Fresno Nightcrawlers, they have the best. What about this Carmel creature? Hmm. A little a little disturbing. Oh. The whole backwards legs thing. Right. You want regular Doesn't legs. really do it for me. Yeah. You only want these little cuties. Well, you know, the only thing you can do, Barn Owl, if you got your heart set on this. Yeah. You need to just go find these Fresno Nightcrawlers. Okay. You need to start up a conversation with them. You got to be honest. You got to lay it all on the line. You gotta tell them that you've seen pictures of them. Yeah. Online on the internet. And that you're sexually attracted to them. Okay. And you want to get involved in their relationship. I just wish I could find my sweet Flatwoods monster. You know, they're on the other side of the country. Yeah. The Flatwoods monster is last seen in West Virginia. These Fresno I would need to go all the way over to Fresno. Right. To find them. Yeah. Any chance I could get you to accompany me and be my wingman? I'm looking for a good wingman. What about Duncan? Duncan's my hype man. Oh. I can't have my hype man working with my wingman. Uh, well. What do you think? You want to come out to California with me? Um, I'll help you find the Fresno Nightcrawler. Really? If you'll help me find something. Quid pro quo, uh, Barn Owl. Uh, I don't know if I want to know what you need to find. Why? So most of the things you're looking for are typically within arm's reach of you. That's true. I am very lazy. 
You got me there. Or they're in the basket of your rascal scooter. Yeah. I just don't want to lean up. I had a big lunch barn, okay? I had a lot of chili. So, you looking for toilet paper? No. What are you asking me? I need to find the male G-spot. <laughs> I'll help you find the Fresno Nightcrawler if you help me find the male G-spot. Andy, what you're asking me is to do the impossible. The impossible? To do the work that even superhunk Brad Meltzer can do? Come on. Use your brain. If you even have one. Why are you insulting me? You're asking me for help. And you've rejected me. I've, I've just been, been, I've been on a love quest for so long. I know. I've been so long without love. I know. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. Um, I've had my heart broken. I haven't been able to take my eyes off the, my one true love. The woman who I put on the pedestal. The Flatwoods Monster. Look. I'm a family man. My heart's not made of stone. Though it is slowly calcifying cholesterol. Yes. I will go with you to Fresno to personally help you find the Fresno Nightcrawler. Wow! Fantastic. When can we go? Let's go right now. Right now? Yeah. You want to leave? Yeah. All right, Duncan. My music, please. Duncan. Oh, there it is. All right, Andy, away we go. Here we go. To look for the Fresno Nightcrawler. Let's go to Fresno, Barn Owl. And Duncan. Duncan, you right in the back. Hey, Duncan, get in the back. Duncan, you know anything about the male G-spot? <laughs> He's not very talkative. Is he mute? He is. Oh. So anyway, you, uh... Read any good stories lately? Any good stories? Yeah, like you read any stories out of the paper? No, I don't read a newspaper. Barnett's... I use the internet. Oh. I've heard of it. Have you been in West Virginia this whole time? Yeah, I've been around. West Virginia? I've been getting into crypto. What kind of crypto? Which coin? Bunker coin. Oh! I've been selling bunker coin online. Trying to pay for money to find the Flatwoods monster. Hey, you owe us then. Owe you what? For my crypto. My non-fudgeable tokens. Now, they're different than your non-fudgeable tokens, Andy. Huh? It's got everything you want. A ledger. Cool wallet. What happened to bunk coin? It's bunker coin. Oh. This is not bunk coin. Well, who's behind this? Me. You start a bunker coin? Elon Musk. Who's also encrypted. What? By you're the a, way. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, that's right. What kind of... Well, like... What kind of cryptid is he? Elon Musk. I knew he didn't seem human. <laughs> is he a robot? Yeah. Oh. He's a robot cryptid. Yeah. Part robot, part cryptid. Yeah, robo cryptid. Uh, so you, what are you, like a crypto billionaire now? No one's ever bought the coin. Oh. We just kind of talk about it online and tell people to buy it, but nobody really knows how it works or what to do with it. Yeah. Is Duncan going to keep giving me a massage? 
I didn't ask for that. He's a hype man. That's what he does. Oh. <laughs> what do you think they're for? Have you never had one before? A massage? A hype man. No. I've never had a hype man before. He plays your song, and then he gives you a massage. Oh. He gets you hyped up. Is Legs my song now? No, Legs is my song. You know what, Andy? I don't know if this is going to work. You might not be fit to be my wingman. Not I'm just going to say it. Why? I just don't think you're fit to be my wingman. Hey, trust me. You take me with you, and you're going to seem a lot more desirable in my company. <laughs> oh, so you work by the reverse... You you repulse people so that I see more normal. You already have a hype, man. I don't need to hype you up. All I need to do is go find the target and disgust them so much that the next thing they see seems so much better in comparison. You know They'll what? be relieved to see Barn Owl. Andy, I, th- I think I've made a grave mistake. Why? I think I need to drive you back to the bunker. No. I don't think this is going to work. Take me with you, me. Barn. No, I don't think this is going to work. Duncan. D- don't talk to Duncan. Duncan. Duncan, Help don't me. talk to him. Stop him. Change his mind. Andy, I'm taking you back to the bunker. Uh, so you can finish out your episode where you belong. Damn it. On the Fresno Nightcrawlers. That's where you belong. Meanwhile, I will be hitching a ride to Fresno. So if there are any bunk funkers out there who want to bring me in their cars and drive me to Fresno so I can look for the Fresno Nightcrawlers and their wonderful legs... You heard it here first, beef fuckers. If you see somebody looking for a ride, pick them up. Because it could be Barn Owl. That's right. Anyway, Andy, it was good to see you. Yeah. It's good to see you too, Barn, I guess. Give my best to Art. When will you be back? I don't know. Maybe I'll take another three years off. Wait. Took off? I thought you were searching for the Flatwoods Monster. You've been, oh, yeah, you've been right. dicking around? Well, you know, I've been doing the crypto thing and then also searching for the Flatwoods Monster. I kind of forgot about you guys for a while there. But maybe I'll be back. I don't know. It depends. Well, if you're ever back this way, Barn, you're always welcome in the bunker. Thanks, Andy. You might not be a very good wingman or a very good person or hygienic or good at all in any capacity at anything. I guess that's it. Barnowl away! <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? It's back? Andy, what's been going on? I've been looking for this fucking music all over the place. Yeah, it's... it's I can't get it to turn off. It's Barn Owl's hype music. Barn Owl was here? Yeah, Duncan played this. He's playing this Who music. Who the fuck is Duncan? His hype man. Can you tell him to turn it off? I can't concentrate with this music playing. I'm not allowed that. to talk to him, and he doesn't seem to respond to my my voice. Barn, turn the music off. We gotta get the verdicts and end the show. Turn it off, Duncan. Oh. Oh. Well, Barn Owl was here. You missed him. I missed him? Yeah, he's gone. He's gone to Fresno to look for the Fresno Nightcrawlers. He wants to, I think, get laid before going back to... Did he find a Flatwoods monster? No. Sad. Yeah. He's kind of wasting his life. Oh, he's not wasting his life, and he's on a love quest. Well, he knows who his true love is, and he's gonna go find her. Well, you gotta go after the one you love, Bunk Bunkers. Remember that. Don't let Andy get you down. He's not a very good wingman. Yeah, take it from Art and Barn Owl. Oh, did Barn Owl say that? Yeah, Yeah, I believe it. Don't don't let don't let rejection slow you down. (laughs) Is that the message you took from it? Keep trying. Yeah, 
That's the art and barn owl message. I don't know about that. Don't let me in if that's the message, barn owl. That's barn owl. I don't know who. I mean, that's not me. That's barn owl. So there you go. I mean, bunk fuckers, you've been asking for him to return. There's barn owl, the return of barn owl. I guess I didn't. I don't know. I hope he's doing well. Um, I was trying to look for that music, but I guess happening. Barn owl was doing it. So Duncan was doing it. His hype man. Duncan, his hype man was doing it. Right. So, that makes sense. That's that's what a hype man does. Yeah. Um, I, not that I you guess. would know. You don't know about hype man? I don't have a hype man. The times, daddy O. The only thing I've got is, uh, you know, people call me hypertension man. <laughs> they do call you hypertension man. Because you have hypertension. Right. Well, Andy, um, anything else to discuss here about the Fresno Nightcrawlers? It's kind of a, it's a lighter yeah. topic but that's okay it's still a very cute little cryptid cute little cryptid um i there's not a lot to say is there there isn't there's really not that much to say yeah it's i mean just... i don't even know what to make of this thing in poland <laughs> a lot of people discount the polish one because it's like literally just a youtube video that says that it's from poland right but um i don't know we could get to verdicts all right we'll get to verdicts as for me I'm going to give the Fresno Nightcrawlers a plausibility rating of plausible molecule. Wow. What what could it even be? I have no idea. Uh, It just doesn't fill me with confidence that there was actually anything. Yeah. uh, To begin with. But maybe there was something. And maybe it is something that is not known. But, Mm -hmm. I mean... That seems seems pretty unlikely, uh, and there's not a lot of good evidence for it. So I'm plausible molecule. Fair enough. Because ah, maybe it was something. Okay. Uh very strange. I mean, maybe the maybe hanging out with Barnell kind of influenced you in some way. This is very not in your wheelhouse. Reinvigorated me. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Uh, with the power of love. Yeah. But. I'm going case closed. I think that Jose and his brother faked something to get on TV. And the whole, the whole like, oh, if we rewind the footage, the original gets overwritten. Like, I don't buy that. Yeah. Um, it's that's, that's where this all, that's literally the source is right. that, that, that thing from Fresno with Jose. Uh, there's a, I yeah, think, maybe I'm too trusting. I think the reason why, I think it was all faked. That being said, it's still very fun. Um, you know, some of the other sightings I think were all have been digital fakes. I think it's very easy nowadays to fake mm-hmm. the with digital camera tricks. This is incredibly easy to make. Yeah. Um and I think the original one is so grainy and so distorted and so removed from the original that it's Show me that original VHS tape and then let's see. But I lost the time. Yeah. And Jose's gone and nobody knows anything about it. So now we just have a, you know, our primary source is five steps removed from the truth. So right. I'm case closed on it, Andy, but that's okay. It's still a very cute cryptid. Where do you think this ranks on your Mount Cryptid more? It's not very high up there. Wow. If you go on looks alone, it's, it's probably a good one, but not enough lore. No lore. What does this thing do? Why is it here? What's the story? That's that's a lot of the fun in the cryptid. Uh, it's not so just the, the looks of it, but the lore of it. This one is very cute, but yeah, I don't know if it makes my Mount Cryptid more either. Right. Still very cute. Yeah, very cute cryptid. 
you beefers are going to like this. You're going to know there's a cryptid among us. Yeah, you giraffes. Yeah, um, you giraffes are going to love this. Well, uh, Bungfunkers, that was our verdict on the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Let yeah. us know what you think. Use the hashtag. Uh, use the hashtag legs by ZZ Top. <laughs> Legs by ZZ Top. Let us know what you think about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Email us, mrbunkerpod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at mrbunkerpod. Uh, YouTube, Mr. Bunker's Good Superstime Podcast. Patreon, patreon.com forward slash mrbunkerpod. Five bucks a month gets you access to the whole back catalog of our Patreon-only shows and live streams and the Discord. Lots of fun stuff on there. Um, Excuse me. Um. Andy, anything else you want to say about the Fresno Nightcrawler, about love, about friendship, about <sighs> legs? Blinkers, I'll just tell you right away. Sometimes when you're lonely, when you're in a quest for love, it's easy to get fixated on one specific person or one specific type of thing that you're looking for. What I'd say to you is keep your eyes open and be aware of the world and the people around you. Maybe you'll find love in an unexpected place. Wow. Keep your mind and keep your heart open. Keep your hearts open to love. That's a good one, Andy. That's a good one for, for Barnell. And the bunk fuckers let us know if you pick Barnell up, we'll hear about it. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, start updating people on Barnell's whereabouts too. Mm-hmm. So on his, on his love quest. And let us know if you do have a sexual encounter with Barnell. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's something we don't want to know, but you know, <laughs> I don't want to be attached to Barnell if he's doing some risque things out there. I'd like to know if he's a good lover or not. <laughs> he's a tender. He has a tender caress. What's the Flatwoods monster in for? It's true. That maybe would help to lure out the Flatwoods monster. Right. Well, either way, for not the titular Mr. Bunker, but for my ersatz, <laughs> oh, Sandy Hart, Mart Stone saying that. The whole enchilada. Oh, it's so yummy! Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested. 
through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.